Greetings, this is astrologer Pam Young-Hans, and here is my forecast for the week of July 5th through 11th, 2021. The magnitude of the energies we are working with right now is interesting, to say the least. Not only have we been managing the dramatic effects of the Mars-Saturn-Uranus T-square over this past week, but yesterday, July 3rd, a sunspot appeared quite suddenly and unleashed an X-class solar flare the first of that highest level class since September 2017. This solar flare was also unique because it created a phenomenon called a magnetic crochet. Here's how spaceweather.com described the impact of yesterday's event. Radiation from the flare ionized the top of Earth's atmosphere and caused currents to flow 60 to 100 kilometers above Earth's surface. These currents, in turn, altered Earth's polar magnetic field Unlike geomagnetic disturbances that arrive with CMEs days after a flare, a magnetic crochet occurs while the flare is in progress. They tend to occur during fast, impulsive flares like this one. Like the Earth, our physical bodies have magnetic fields. In fact, scientists tell us that every organ and cell in our bodies has its own tiny biomagnetic field. Therefore, like our planet, we are also affected by solar flares especially strong X-class flares, such as the one that occurred on July 3rd. And considering that a magnetic crochet can evidently alter the Earth's polar magnetic field, it is interesting to contemplate how it might affect us individually. Perhaps you have been feeling the effects of all these cosmic energies, sudden fatigue, unexplained anger or sadness, nervous stomach, a fluttering feeling in the thymus area. These are just a few of the possible symptoms. If you'd like to learn more about how solar flares can affect us, I found an excellent article by Raylene Beering called Solar Flares and Consciousness. The intensity continues this week with slight variations on the theme. As soon as Mars becomes disentangled from the T-square configuration, Venus steps into its place, being exactly opposite Saturn on Tuesday and square Uranus on Thursday. This means we can expect a certain amount of conflict and instability within relationships, and also financially this week, since both of these areas are ruled by Venus. The Venus-Saturn opposition on Tuesday represents a reality check. It requires us to reassess what we value and to objectively reflect on how we invest our hearts and our resources. This may be a time of decision-making in these areas, as we tend to observe more dispassionately whether something is working for us or not. We might consider Venus-Saturn to be the equivalent of looking at the poker hand we've been dealt and deciding whether it makes more sense to fold our hand or to raise the bet. In this analogy, the Venus-Uranus square that perfects on Thursday is then the sudden appearance of a wild card in the mix, which causes us to question our previous appraisal. With unpredictable Uranus once again at the apex of this week's T-square, we can expect to be surprised by the turn of events. The sideways spinning planet is again playing the role of catalyst, causing a buildup of electrical energy. This energy, when released, changes our perceptions in some way, powerfully propelling us into the future. This Uranian effect starts to sound very much like the impact of yesterday's X-class solar flare and the magnetic crochet it created. It's interesting how we tend to get these cosmic messages from multiple sources. It also reminds me of what often happens when exploring someone's natal astrology chart, when we see a similar thing 
being conveyed by more than one planet or in more than one house. This underscores that specific theme as being predominant in the life experience. The emphasis here, then, in these first two weeks of July, appears to be the sudden release of powerful forces after a build-up of tension. This impulse of energy has the capacity to change our course, as our individual perceptions and perspectives, the magnetic north pole that guides our lives, are altered in some way. Building on the theme of starting anew, we begin a new lunar cycle this week. In my local area, the new moon occurs on Friday, July 9th at 6.16 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. This is Saturday, July 10th at 1.16 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. At the time of the lunation, the sun and moon will conjoin at 18 degrees 01 minutes of Cancer. They will form a wide opposition to Pluto, indicating the possibility of power struggles or manipulations, and a revealing of something that has been hidden from view. The two lights will also be widely square Eris, a sign that a deep level of dissatisfaction continues to drive public opinion. Thankfully, the closer and therefore stronger aspects in the lunation chart are more supportive. The new moon is sextile Uranus, helping us be flexible as we deal with changing conditions and bringing through emotional insights. And Neptune is trying the sun and moon, promising opportunities for spiritual growth and for each of us to expand our capacity for empathy and compassion. The Omega and Chandra symbols, channeled by astrologer John Sandbach, offer additional insights into this new lunar cycle. The overall theme for the new moon is the big picture, breaking the circle. Here are the individual symbols for the 19th degree of Cancer and their explanations. The Omega symbol is memorizing Chinese characters. Trying to find keys to understanding yourself and new ways of communicating. Approach this in a gradual way and keep at your efforts. You can easily become frustrated, and the antidote to this is patience and perseverance. The Chandra symbol reads, an opossum comes out into the moonlight. This degree is highly subjective and interior. It wishes to be left to its own impulses and doings without having to answer or justify itself. It seeks meaning in everything and wants to understand how that meaning all fits together, but not from any logical or rational viewpoint. This is a degree of feeling and the life of the imagination. Here is a list of aspects that perfect this week with my brief interpretations of each. On Monday, the sun is sextile Uranus. This provides an overall sense of having more freedom to do and to be authentically ourselves. It's a good day for emotional insights. On Tuesday, Mercury is square Neptune. Communications and thinking lack clarity today. This is an aspect of dreams and the imagination, but our visions may not be grounded in reality. Also on Tuesday, Venus is opposite Saturn, as we've discussed above. On Wednesday, Mercury is sextile Eris. This provides the ability to speak forthrightly, but perhaps not tactfully. Still, we can use this aspect for conflict resolution if we choose our words carefully. Also on Wednesday, Venus is trying Chiron. This provides an opportunity for healing in relationships if we can be heart-centered while also maintaining our center of personal power. On Thursday, the Sun is sesquipadric Jupiter. This is a tendency to be defensive or needy, which can trip us up. 
Mercury is quincunx Pluto. Conversations can go off course if we're not clear on our truth or if we allow someone to manipulate our thinking. This is also the day that Venus is square Uranus, which we've discussed. On Friday, Mercury is sesquiquadrate Saturn. This is frustrations in communication, as it is hard to find a meeting of the minds. Pessimistic thinking makes it hard to see solutions to a current dilemma. This is the day of the new moon, which we've discussed. On Saturday, Mercury is semi-square Uranus. Insights are possible, but our minds find it hard to focus on one subject for very long. Be sure to write down the new ideas as they pop in, since they may disappear the very next moment. On Sunday, Mercury enters Cancer. For the next three weeks, our thinking tends to be more subjective, and people may be moody or protective. If you feel overwhelmed, remember the crab's ability to sidle, and step to the side from time to time to observe situations from a new and more objective vantage point. If your birthday is this week, this year you are called to take time for yourself for your own personal healing. Cancer natives usually have a great capacity to care for others, but may have less practice in self-care. If situations arise to stir you to anger, perhaps if you feel unsafe or uncared for, understand that the child within you is needing your loving attention. Taking the time for inner child work allows the doors to open to new spiritual growth and creative opportunities. This is astrologer Pam Younghans wishing you joy this week. Thank you for being with me on this journey. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at Inner Self have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you.